All right, we are back. Another episode of the Nightcap T. Was it nothing? The Nightcap TNC. Who? TNC. What that mean? Oh, the, the acronym. Nightcap. The Nightcap. That's what oh, the pictures say. Everybody love making acronyms. It's easier to say. It rolls off the tongue better. But anyway, I'm your co-host, comedian Chris Moss. Chris Moss Comedy on all social media networks, and I have my usual beautiful host with me. Um, the lovely Danielle, introduce yourself. I'm Danielle with Simply Homemade Catering on Facebook and Instagram, or go to my website, shcateringclt.com. All right. You remember your your uh, website? I look ahead, and that's all I think about. Right. And we are sipping nasty-ass Cabernet. Cabernet. I love red wine. That shit tastes like cat hair. I love red wine. No, it should taste Tell like Tell me a red wine. There's very few. I'm not really a fan of Merlot. Merlot ain't bad. It's strong, boy. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Merlot, but. Merlot. Merlot. I would like a banquet. Oh, yeah. Or a uh, moti. Cat. Um, who? Moti. Oh, that's how my car. Y'all, that's how y'all know I ain't never had no Moet. Cause I called that shit Moti. I was like, "Ooh, they got a drink called Moti." Moti. I'm like, this. I was like, "Wait, what?" She kept saying Moti. I was like, "I heard no shit called Moti." Like, Let me see what you talking about. And she said, "Was like, oh, this fucking Moet?" No, you didn't tell me I how did. I figured out. No, I think you I didn't did. tell me. No, well, you didn't. You know my memory shot. Listen, you laughed right with me. And when I figured it out, I was that's that weekend for Reese's birthday. I was up in the trash. And they handed me that bottle. Mo handed me that bottle. And I was like, this is what I seen in Myrtle Beach. And they was like, Moet. And I was like, that's what it yeah. is. I called that shit Moti. Yeah, Moet is that. That's that 90s drug dealer champagne. Moet. Like Moet, yeah. What is this? That's that song? Like, uh, Some you'll never forget. Like, mm-hmm. Shard and something. Hot sex on the plane. I can't. Yeah. And that little Moet. Yeah. Every Moet rhymes with everything. But I caught that Moti. Moti. I feel so stupid. I feel stupid for saying it that I got to say it. Like, yeah. That was dumb. But no, but the time, remember we was at Cracker Barrel and then Dusty Ass Waitress came up. She was like, like Moti. I was like, excuse me. I said, why everybody? All the oh, Cracker Barrel, they do like they slaves. Yes, I freaking love Cracker Barrel. Their food is delicious. But every time we go, our waitress is black. Her hair is dry. I think they put it in like their contract. It's like, if you black, don't wear lotion. Don't wear lotion. Don't put no jam in your hair. Just brush your hair in a ponytail. And then throw water on it and come out. I hate when people don't put gel on their hair. Yeah, that shit. Yes, look that shit back. They'd be finding the... Yeah, I I ain't seen the Grease, the nigga, and Cracker Barrel, and I've been ever. year ever. I don't think I see his name Ashy. Grease or light skin. That's right. Cracker Barrel's good though. Yeah, mm. Cracker Barrel. Don't don't want Mexicans in the back and cook some food, but you know that's who back there. You know, I used to work at PFG, and it's funny because they like some restaurants when they order their food. Yeah. They always um, it'll be like macaroni and cheese boxes, something like that. Cracker Barrel order meat and they make that shit. The only thing they don't make is their meatloaf. They order that from them and then they put it on. I'll be damn. Okay. It was Cracker Barrel good. It is good. Yeah, whoever ra- made it, yeah, whoever ra- made that racist, meatloaf. Hey, the racist white folks can cook, but they got a good recipe on their hand. I wonder why they call it Cracker Barrel, though. Uh, it's the barrel where the crackers hang out. 
It's Cracker Barrel. Oh, no. The name speaks for itself. That's not what You think, okay, the black people just, you see black people just sitting in a rocking chair out front? No. We'll see. Unless they waiting on somebody. We'll see. We didn't have Cracker Barrels in Pittsburgh. So the only time that I would see yeah, a Cracker Barrel is when we would travel. And, and like, Pennsylvania was a free state. That's why. <laughs> I would be so excited. Like, oh, we want to crack. Like, I knew if I was traveling with my aunt and yeah. my grandma, we was going to stop and eat at Cracker Barrel. And then when I came down here in Greensboro, and there was a Cracker oh, Barrel at every, literally every corner. Yeah. Elm Street, Wendover. The more racist a town is, the more, the more Cracker, cracker Barrels. barrels. <laughs> my small ass town got a Cracker Barrel. Yes, they do. Never ate there. Now, that's a Cracker Barrel. And yeah, I ain't nah. eating that. You remember, um, because it was something funny going on. I was working at Cricket, and you were like, let's eat Cracker Barrel. And I was like, nah, was like, not tonight. Nah, what what was eating. going on? The clan was there. There was a clan rally. He was like, let's go eat the Cracker Barrel. And I was like, I don't know. We might need to go <laughs> uh, somewhere else. We might go to a Soul restaurant or something. Like, not See, as a, like, growing up, even though Pittsburgh is mad racist now as being an adult, but growing up, I never really thought about it. it yeah, it was subtle racism. Now, South Boy. This is a place. These are the hard ERs down well, here. Well, I don't think when you don't know any different. That's true. Like you wasn't exposed to it. I wasn't naive, but then I'm like, like I knew about. You know, some people like slavery, but slavery, like shut up. I wish them, who says that. I don't know. That was a dumb example, but people who try to sugarcoat, like really, you live in the hood or something like that. Yeah. Like nah, nah. Yeah. Pittsburgh, you knew the difference, but like as an adult, I can see racism. I can I noticed that now. And I guess maybe because I did go to a black college too. Nah. They showed us that. My hometown in Dunn, racism was like a jacket. That means oh you wanna leave, I don't want to leave home without my racism. Let me put it on. And that's how Dunn was like it like literally like it's a lot of ways racist white people in Dunn. I just don't understand how you could look me in my face. I don't know that. I, I guess it's being fake or something like. I think you're just playing the game because at the end of the day, racists are just as terrified as everybody else. Their defense mechanism is hate. Yeah, but right, but most racist white mechanism people, ever. as much as they don't like black people, they they don't because they're terrified of them. A racist white person is terrified of a black person. Like, terrified. A black person touch a racist white person, they may pee on themselves. And it's like, racists are some of the dumbest ass people. Like, the YouTube documentary I was watching, like, I don't give a shit. It's an odd West Virginia, and like, half these kids, like, the whole family, like, mentally retarded. Why? Because it was racist brothers and sisters fucking each other having kids. And it's like, uh, excuse me, like, your first child came out a little off. Like, why do you keep that's like the what I was watching? They was from Buchanan, West Virginia. West Virginia. One kid had Ashburgers, started out with Ashburgers, and then was straight. I forget what the other one was, but I'm like, y'all already know these people's like, no, and uh, odd, and what's the odds of that happening multiple times? Well, because you got cousins having sex. 
yeah, I guess under the circumstances that they got it. Yeah. Like you look at got the, <laughs> yeah, the document I watched. Like, so anybody out there, like, look up, just type in Odd West Virginia, and it's going to be just the ancestors town. Everybody, so it goes back like three generations ago, how it started. It was um, brothers and sisters. They had sisters and had kids. And then the dad molested one of the daughters, had a kid with her. And then everybody was just messing with everybody. And like every time, like everybody in the family, we look it up after we get off this, I'll show you. And it's going to be hard not to laugh, but I cackle. Um, it's about these. Why were they doing that? It's odd West Virginia. What else is it to do but fuck your cousin? <laughs> That's all or vote for Trump. Was... That, like Trump was the most tight thing I had all year. Well, I mean, they're all related. It's true. That's true. Anyway, you may get off my soapbox. We're 10 minutes in. What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> faith. Faith. Having faith. faith. Having faith, yes. Super important to have. Speaking of that, we put up our Christmas tree. We did. That was super nice. Um, I didn't get angry. We had a good... I, I got a little riled up, but they won't listen. But we, um, we put the tree up. Um, we rocking and rolling now. That's, that's the big part of Christmas. Like... Getting out the garage, making sure everything worked on. Like, and I had that tree at. It took about twenty like, minutes. Yeah, but now they're both at the age where they both can help. I ain't telling them to stay out the way. Like Kristen helping, Devin helping, I'm helping. Like all I was doing was putting the um the hooks on the, the hooks thing. on the ornaments, and they were gonna hang them up. Kristen gonna put her beautiful. Santa Claus, black Santa ornament on the back of the tree. I'm like, why did you put it back here? Ain't no telling. But we had to do stuff like we need to decorate ornaments because we have like our theme. Yeah. But we got a seven and a three-year-old that needs some character. Maybe this year we'll make an ornament. Kristen got a few up there. Yeah, she did. Maybe we'll make one for that. Preschool and kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so having faith. Right. It's important. I, I mean... You're human, so it was times like well, I could say I lost my faith. Not say I lost it, but I definitely questioned it and wasn't as strong in it as I should have been. Why? Because things wasn't going your way at the time I wanted it to go. But I look at it now, where I'm at now, it was all part of the process. I just look at it like there's a reason for everything. Yeah, you may not like it, but it's preparing you for whatever's next. Yeah, and. Um, I don't really question, like, I'm not religious. Right. Um, growing up, I did grow up in the church. Same here. Like, literally, this. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, I was in church. I believe there's a God. Somebody up there. 100%. I believe there's a God. I don't understand. And maybe that's my, what is it? Me being judgmental. I don't want to be judgmental. But I don't understand how a person can't believe. I'm the same way. It's just like you just think everything is like just up, oh, check it off the box. One, two, yeah, three, like, four, five. Yeah, like who do you think did this? Right. Like I look at it like um how I how I really like got in touch and kind of got back strong in my um my my faith and my spirituality. I just look at like animals. I look at like bugs. I look at the wind blowing stuff like that. It's like whoever it is up there made everything on earth. It's things we don't even know about as humans that were before us, during us, and after us. Who do you think created that? 
like a, a like a, how did it just become right an ant small as it is has almost the same organs as other animals that's three million times the size of them so it's like you look at stuff like that and you're like wow it is some divine being up there which i do think is a woman like i and like a lot of people look at me weird when i say that but i think god is a woman the black woman to be specific but um i think it's, it's something up there but i think we religion especially like a baptist or you know, any black religion for that matter has been so whitewashed because of slavery and so i always use the logic of they use and, and this is the historian in me they use the bible and the curse of ham to um rationalize slavery so they used to whoop slaves and recite scriptures monday through saturday and then give you sunday off and give you that same book and tell you to pray to that person to let you out Nigga, that's the biggest hustle that is the biggest hustle it is such a hustle it is but you know what like as a kid and i appreciate growing up you know people like don't question it but it's like why could yeah. you if you if i couldn't question it i mean if, if i you, think you need an answer there, there's an answer there is an answer to everything, everything. People i think just people, don't know it yet yeah you'll find out eventually I think people, especially older black people, they get it as, yeah, well, you look at it like um, it's that slave mentality. Don't go against what was said. Don't go against that. You know, the, the, the mass is going to get you. But why? They don't, we, it's no why to that. They don't know. It's just embedded Don't in go it. against what's said for what? Like, why can't I question it? Why can't I have my own? God gave me a brain. Yeah, so. He put the thought in my, she put the thought in my head. Let me, let me think about it. That's why I saw time sitting here like, because like you say you believe through like plants like living like god like something created this to live to yeah, move you, to walk you, you the wind blows like who you think like you think somebody's literally blowing their breath on the world like no it's some divine entity that's doing this yeah and how i think about it i don't know i, I it's weird like i've had experiences same where it's like, wow, that was nothing but God. Yeah. Um, Stuff that I didn't pray on. I remember my um, my mom's friend, she said that out of nowhere, she was like, my grandma was blessed. And because my grandma was blessed, the rest of my family is blessed mm -hmm. because of her. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Um, but then I also believe in hard work and Having faith. having faith. Having faith isn't being isn't necessarily religious. Yeah. Um you just know in your heart that it's gonna work out. Yeah, you trust it. You what they say, don't worry. Yeah, trust trust the process. Like that's nothing but faith. Yeah. That's all that is. Like you gotta have faith that like you're on the path that you're on. And if not, you're gonna learn something from it to put you on the right path you're supposed to be. But you gotta put in work. Right. You I can't, can't just sit here and yeah, say, hell no. I want to be a great comedian, but I don't write every day. And all I say is, okay, I'm going to have faith I'm going to do good on stage. No, you need to put in your part. You got to practice. Right. You got to have the intention. That's tough. Don't you want to make, you, you want to make um the perfect uh, shrimp etouffee, but you had to practice. You can yeah, have faith I got to make this. And I can admit that it, the where I'm at ain't where it's supposed to be. Right. So, 
I don't like, I'm really big on that. I trust that. I never question like why things happen. I, I always understand that right. there's a reason for everything. Like, 100%. for instance, starting the whole, my whole business. Yeah. That was faith. It took me a while. I've been talking about this since 2010, 2011. But you started, but you started doing your part and you watch how things yeah. start to grow bigger. I didn't right? have that. Oh, people should be calling me. How they gonna call me and they don't even know who I am? You know what's crazy? You know how many times I sit on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and I see so many comments complaining. Why? Why ain't nobody booking me for shows? I'm funny. I'm funny. And way bunch of these people. I'm like, find you a lane. Like, I ain't getting booked for all these shows. Or don't think people owe you something. Right. Go, yeah, come in like, like nobody owe me nothing. Like I, I'm really going into comedy and everything. I want. I just want respect yeah. as a good writer. And I think I'm slowly getting that. And then like I ain't on every flyer, but best believe the people on the flyer and putting on the shows. And if they want a good joke, they know where to go. Yeah. Like I, I don't care for all that. But like people kill me with that entitlement shit. Yeah. Cause that whole instant gratification. But that's social media. Yeah. Well, my line of work is instant gratification too. You know, shit don't hit. Yeah. Right then and there. Food. Somebody be like, oh, okay, they got to chew it. They got to think about it. Then it's like, oh, they won't. They, it was good. Like I enjoyed it. Comedy when you hear it, it's like, ooh, or oh, okay. Like it just. Or yeah, and it'll stick with you. Instant gratification. So yeah. that's what makes it. And then too, it's like it's a. This is the only field where it's like you really putting yourself out there on the line. For, for glutton punishment like you putting in the work because you want to be successful at this but it's just like three four five shows all this other bullshit that go into it like that that's that messes with people mental especially when you feel like you're putting in as much as you can and then like god is still like ah five more years and i got you but there's a reason for that yeah i, I agree there's a reason there's a reason why uh you didn't do a show that you intended to do or you're not, where, you're not where you think you should be right now yeah like oh I, I should be here because i've been doing it for this long no. and this is what i did no like, are you are you able to handle that yeah everybody's pace is different but it's looking at that social media and seeing what other people are doing and thinking that that's instant gratification yeah. you don't know how long somebody's been working on their business you don't know the efforts that they've taken. You know, I had to get out of my head. I think that's the biggest thing. You're going to be your biggest critic. Yeah, I had to get out of my head. I'm like, and I'm always like that when I cook. I'm not self-conscious. I'm confident. Right. But then it's like a little small little thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. But like you saying, we say all the time, if you're not nervous about if somebody likes it or not, or you you're not nervous feel. about doing well, then you don't you that's don't care not, enough yeah that's yeah. not really your passion you know you'll do good right but you want to be the best that you can at what you're doing like i oh, do yeah. i same here and not a perfectionist and not saying better than anybody but i want to be because i'm my own competition i do my whole thing i just don't want to waste people's time yeah like yeah. with comedy it's like you took a chance on me as a comic I don't want you to waste your time. Or like food. Like you right. paid for this shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like you like like yeah, it's like you I don't I don't want you to feel like you got 
jipped out of your money. Yeah, because as yeah. much as you, we've talked about this. Yeah. How many times I get mad if I go to the restaurant and the food is trash? I don't even like going out to no more. Yeah, it's like man, it's not even worth it. Yeah, like, like, how many it. times you tell the kids like, "Y'all we gonna go do brunch," and I be saying her like, "Why the fuck you telling this?" Because I well, don't know. It just ended up being me and the kids though. No, okay. Last weekend or the weekend before. Oh, last weekend. Bob and, oh my god! Y'all I wanted to burn that place down. Y'all was supposed to go to Waffle House, but what you mean? You end up just taking the kid. Not like that. I'm just saying it's like you had your event. I'm just saying so I just if I told him want to eat something, I'm going. We're going yeah, to go. but the one time he's like, "Oh, we should go to Cracker Barrel," and I'm like, "Um, I don't think so." Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe this weekend. Do we got anything? I got a show Saturday night, but. Oh, yeah. Saturday morning, we should definitely do hash brown casserole. Oh, that's going to go to waste. Yeah, true. Y'all going to eat. You going to that was good. You going to eat a spoonful of it. You know, that was really good. But with you, I noticed you, it's just not a need to eat it anymore. Like, you enjoyed it. It was good. but Yeah, it's just, okay, that time has passed. Yeah, yeah. like, no thanks because right. you don't eat leftovers. I've gotten better. Yeah, you have. I appreciate it. Cause I used to eat them at all, but I didn't eat that bad. Yeah, leftovers sometimes it's better, like pastas when the sauces and stuff just. Oh yeah, sit yeah. And, and you add a little bit of yeah, a little bit of water in it. Yeah, and um, who else? What else? Um, I like a good day old fried chicken. Ew, I but, don't. Oh man, man, like you know what? Like used to be so dope when I was in high school and I first started like smoking. And I'll go out and I'll come home and I'd be like stoned to the bone. And there's some damn leftover fried chicken in the refrigerator in the microwave. And then you talking about I ain't got to warm it up. Well, yeah, that type of fried chicken. Oh, when you twist it up. I remember when I was younger, like when I would have sleepovers and stuff, my yeah. mom, because our washer and dryer was in our kitchen. So she would fry chicken, put it on the dryer, and uh, some Kool Aid. And wrong. we would have a light on the side porch light. And my friends would be over. We'd play hide and go seek or something. And we just run. The kitchen was base. Yeah. So we just go in the kitchen and be on base eating chicken and shit. Now, yeah. Because you don't got to warm it up. Yeah, they're fried. yeah, some good fried chicken. You can't go wrong with that, boy. Some old, old, old leg. Yes. Oh, my grandma. Old fried fry. leg. She used to fry it in the iron skillet yeah. with some Crisco. When we do that, God knows we do no Crisco. She had an iron skillet with grease in it, and then she had a bowl with bacon drippings in it. I don't think nobody cooked with Crisco back home. Sally kept her some Crisco, and it was that's like just, large. That's, yeah, well, see, it that's was white. That's some deep south shit. Cuba, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's some shit she learned from now and then. That ain't no Pittsburgh shit. That ain't no North Carolina shit. That's some Alabama, Mississippi type shit. In Alabama, Mississippi, they live right on the border. So, like, when we have our family reunions, yeah. it be in Mississippi because where they live. On the border. Meridian. We, Meridian. Yeah, Meridian, Mississippi. Yeah, because it's like with that lard and stuff, it's like you can store that long and, and like you kill a hog and get the fresh pig lard or whatever. That's what I don't know. I think that's where my excitement for food comes from. Um, actually experiencing good food. Yeah. Uh, like my grandma having that restaurant. I see soul food restaurants and it's like fried chicken, pork chops. Okay, that's great. 
that's good. Like y'all have good fried chicken, y'all have good pork chops, but there is so much more to soul food than fried chicken and fried pork chops, or just fried food and candy yams and macaroni and cheese, collard greens and collard greens. Like, yeah. have you ever had or navy you, beans, tur- turkey wings and rice? Yeah, turkey wings and rice. Like that's cool. That's great menu items, but like meatloaf and gravy, like stuff like that. But neck bones with rice. Yeah. Um, but I think with these soul food restaurants, because like we only had one good soul food restaurant and done, and it didn't even last long. It was called Juanita's. And it was out at the uh, at truck stop. She had uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it was like all homemade. It used to be so good. Um, but I think all them different menu items, a taste of inventory. Yeah, well, no, not really. Like, but if you if you gotta have all those on me, I mean, you gotta have all that stuff cooked that day. No, you don't gotta have it. I'm saying like we would have specials, but see, I know oh, like down neck here, bone plays a daily special. Yeah, like we didn't oh, have okay. neck bones every day. Like our everyday meats was meatloaf, <sighs> um, like already made meatloaf, baked chicken, short ribs, meat, um. That's about it. And then like fried chicken and fish. Yeah. But we would have like daily specials. Right. But neck bones, like people are, oh, let me get some neck bones or something like that. But y'all saying neck bones on tap? Yeah, we didn't yeah. have it on tap. But we did saying, have beans like, on tap. So yeah. every day my grandma, but people say that's a northern thing. Yeah. Every day my grandma would have lima beans. And we would have two beans. It would be lima beans and then it would be some other beans. Yeah. So every day you knew for sure that it would be limas. What you want? Oh, we got llamas and pintos. It was either what she made a lot was navy beans, great northern beans, black eyed peas. See, all we had down south, because you got, like you said, it's a northern thing. It's like down here, it's like it's 100 degrees, and you don't want to fucking have a pot of navy beans on your stomach, and it's 100 degrees outside, and you're trying to fucking maneuver. Like, that's cool if you up, up north, you working in the steel mill, it's cold. But when you down here, like the tobacco farm, you do not want a pot of butter beans well, yeah. just sitting in your belly. You're going to be so lethargic. And this is the still city, so right. people was accustomed to eating something like that big and hearty right. to keep them warm while so they in the car or they driving to the site. And what we did, we had a cup, like a styrofoam cup. Yeah. And you would put the beans and then people would put a little bit of rice in there, Ooh, just wait. a scoop of rice. And then people would get the cup and they put their hot sauce and their vinegar they hook it up. And get that piece of cornbread and walk out the door. It sounds delicious. Or ham hocks. Like we had ham hocks every day. But see, the the thing I noticed different down here is, and maybe because I'm in the restaurant society, like I was yeah. in the restaurant society growing up. Like I don't know the meat markets. I don't yeah. like I used to go to the meat markets where cows would be in there hanging and stuff. Yeah, we had one opening market, but they closed it down for the laundromat there. Um, we had one in one meat market, and but they got one way out, maybe like ten miles from there. It's called Kenlaws, and that's a meat market. But um, yeah, it's about the only two. It was crazy, all these hog farms. But you got hogs and farm and stuff. They ship them to the, the big boys. Yeah, like Smithfield. Smithfield. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that, and, it ain't no meat markets for that. And then I'm starting to see Smithfield. Like when I go home, I see like Smithfield stuff, which is weird. Like yeah. Why is it all the way up here? But I noticed another thing. Like Pittsburgh, we have our own stuff. Like Bellevue, Turner. Like 
I don't or supermarkets like all we had was uh we had pine state that turned into mayola and that was a milk orange juice company and now we get mayola yeah that's which all which is good for these businesses yeah that's yeah that's all we had it was um the like way, local the champion warehouse or whatever that was it the way they grow getting there with business i could talk about that all day yeah all the time but i guess that refers to what having faith yeah you gotta have faith it's gonna work out you gotta have faith in anything you do that your business is gonna thrive if you're really passionate about it i feel like you know when you're passionate about something if you don't stop at the first year when you lose them that's when you're passionate yeah like it's easy like people say like comedy like oh i'm gonna do comedy and have two bad shows and they don't do it no more or they let like this is my thing i know life gets in the way but you still can be doing so if you're passionate about it like i don't go to every show i'll be personally wanting to i got kids and a wife but i do write and i do do something comedy related every day getting better yeah and i think people some people be like oh well i can't do nothing no more life got in the way so that's just making excuses yeah. yeah, I mean, making excuses, that's easy to do when you're running a business or doing any type of thing that's not easy from out the gate. Make excuses, don't do it. Losing weight, shit, make excuses, you know? Yeah, because look, this is, this is what's funny. Oh, well, first of all, I learned, this is about to be a whole tangent, but first of all, I learned that 80% of you losing weight is based around your diet. You're not working 20% out. 20% is working out. Well, I hate working out. There's no way around it. There's nothing you can tell me to change my mind. Right. I don't like working out. So I'm not going to make up excuses. You know, when I did Smart Start, um, they used to talk because the one guy, he was a personal trainer. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you got to work out, you got to work out. I was like, listen, I'm not going to lie you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not interested in working out. I'm not that I'm too girly, but I'm not interested in sweating. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> so I'm not going to do. And I, and then, and maybe that's an example of like, you got to know yourself. It's about trying to so entertain true. people. Like, well, maybe you should do this. Like I appreciate your suggestions and your constructive criticism. Certain things I will take into consideration. But then there's just certain things I'm not even gonna sit here and entertain you and say, yeah, I, I'll I'll try to do that. If well, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. Well, yeah, it's the same like we talked about this before. Me doing videos, like I know my heart of hearts. Like I ain't gonna do no fucking video. That's not my thing. I don't feel comfortable. Start, stop, start, stop. This, this, this. I can't. I make a write a concept for a video, but like I'm not going just because people's getting famous doing videos. I just can't see myself doing videos. Right. And then if I get famous off of doing videos, I'm going to have to keep doing them for a while. Yep. Do I necessarily want to do videos? Exactly. Like, I just can't. I'm sorry, I can't. I just think <laughs> I just let my mind do my joke of the day and roll with that. Yeah. I think I want my work to be known more than I want myself to be known. It's That's funny. The it's funny. We're, in me. We're, but we're so similar in that aspect because I'm the same way as much as I like you know going out like, I don't mind it going out you know 
shaking hands, not shaking hands, you know, just talking to people and politicking. I don't like it. You're okay. If I can deal with it. You're like me. Like I'm like when I when I gotta go somewhere to socialize, I have to mentally prepare myself to socialize. There's so many times where I go back and forth, like man, you know what? I'm not gonna go. Yeah. But then when I go, I actually it ain't enjoy myself. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like when I do a show, it's just like, especially if I can drive or roll somebody to a show, and like we finish the show up. Me, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do my drive. I'm going home. But it's like stay and talking and stuff. Like I'm cool, but like I, I'll I'll do it. But it's just like I just want to go. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. Because yeah, just, but it's like I have fun. You yeah, know, it wasn't like, bad. You, know, you don't go back like, huh? I was ready to go. No, no, like, I, 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 I didn't each is, like each. Right. It was fine either way. I um, survived it. Right. Yeah. yeah I, we are like we very similar to that aspect. <laughs> It's actually very weird. You would think that will offset us. No. Like I do I do I know I have to, but like in my heart of hearts is kinda of like, mm, I don't want you. Same. Same Z's. Wouldn't it be weird if you said same Z's? I ain't saying same Z's. Same Z's. We're not twins. You said it. Same Z's. Oh same. my gosh, same Z's. We just go together. Yeah, just because you say same does not mean I'm saying it. Um, we've been together a while, so I'm not really. We learn to deal, we learn to grow, but it's, it's some shit I ain't gonna do. And same is not what I'm doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it though. But yeah, well, growing. We don't really talk about relationships. We don't really. It's been, been a few episodes. Yeah, like how we talk about relationships, like our relationships. Right. How we grew to what we were, um, right. to what we are. Right. So times like certain things like it ain't overnight. That's a damn show. How do we talk about? Look, okay. So here's one aspect of our relationship: gifts. Okay. Where? What was your expectations of? Because I mean, to be honest, you was like my first real boyfriend yeah so what was your what was what did you think was appropriate i really had no expectations as far as like gifts and like shit i just i just glad you liked me back so i didn't really have no expectation like i want my wife or my girlfriend to buy me this this and this so anything well i guess you're a guy yeah anything i got was always a plus but um I didn't expect you to pay for dinner. You know, I didn't expect for you to. And when you did, it was cool. But I didn't expect you like to give me gifts and all that. That's nothing that I really you used cared to about. kill me with that though. You used to be like, I'm like, oh, I got it. We already discussed that I had it. Yeah. And then the later things, you'd be like, oh, you're paying but for it, me. Yeah, but when you pull your wallet, I was kind of like, oh, what she really is gonna do, huh? Yeah, so. Yeah. That was, that was, I remember my grandma told me she was like, um, all right, Danny, got a boyfriend. She said, you know, don't be afraid to pay sometimes. Like, if y'all are serious, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't let him treat you all the time. You should pick up it. You should pick up the check. If you're able to, right. you should pick it up sometimes. Right, that's fair. And I mean, you talk about partnerships. I'm not saying that we was moving too fast, but like that was the mindset that I had. I respected you. 
I'm not going to necessarily use you for your money. Not, I want to say use. Yeah, you, no, God no, I'm making it like that. I had a, I, I was all right. But I won't make them like that. I say expecting material things. I was never a material person, and maybe it was because if I wanted it, yeah, it would be in the me to get it myself. I wouldn't. Most and, of the stuff that you wanted, though, I was, <laughs> I was able to kind of like come through. Yeah, the but majority I mean, of stuff. But and that was another thing. I'm a simple. I'm not Sometimes. saying I'm basic. I like expensive things, but I don't expect people to get me expensive things. I expect to make my own money to get expensive things. That's fair. And that's just who I am. Like I, right. I don't like. I don't know. I just don't like. Maybe it's a. Don't take you know, make your own. Maybe that's what was embedded in my head, but. Sure. I've just always been a that type of person. So when it came to our relationship, I never thought of getting anything out of you. But I remember when you got me like little small things. Like I remember when McDonald's had the chicken strips, but they was out of the chicken strips, and so you bought me nuggets. And that no, was you the, wanted nuggets. I got the chicken strips. Uh, I thought it was nuggets. No, you wanted, I would never want nuggets. Yeah, you wanted um. You want a 10 piece for some reason. I was like, they ain't have it. I got you the, the three strips. He's like, oh, thank you so much. I mean, because you staying in uh, Haley. Haley. Yeah, yeah, and, and I met you at the side door. Yep. Because I remember watching you. I was like, oh my gosh, you got me something. I was such a weirdo. No, I mean, but that's, you know. But you was consistent. Like, I know, like, when I, when I was younger, like, talking to guys, it would be, okay. Eventually, this will probably will stop talking. So let me just, you know, and we had met in person right before school was over. So I was like, Lord, yeah, I really like him. This shit is not going to make it because he ain't here. You was 20, 19, 20 years old. Like, you were the reason, you were the reason I came back to school, though. I know. Now, yeah, like I know that now, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. So, like, going on vacation, not going on vacations, but, like, I remember that one time, oh, the fair, you want to come to the fair? No. Well, the things, like, I liked you, and, like, deep down, I wanted to go to the fair, but I'm still in my head, I'm like. You don't want to say, like, you move it too fast. Right. I don't want to come off as, like, oh, this nigga comes to the fair, man, we holding hands and shit. It's like, oh, okay, like, I don't want to set the presidents, like. I'm, you know, I had to kind of like pull and play a little bit, draw back a little bit. But even though I say that, I get you because I was like, okay, well, fine then. Right. Remember, I got you that dog? I still had it. Yeah, you still had it. I think the kids got it now. Yeah. Like it's it's things like that. So I remember when you got me that Rockwear shirt. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I like, I oh, he got me a Rockwear shirt. That was like a $40 shirt. That shit, it was Rockwear. was like expensive. I'm like, Nigga, I only spend as much on my clothes. And that's when I wore polos, man. Yeah, it was like it was black with the gold stripes. Yes. Yeah. And then you would get me shoes. You would just get me shoes. Yeah, I remember that. And then. But, but yeah, I seen this Air Force. You might like them. Right? And I was just grabbing for you. Then I remember um, Valentine's Day. This was my first gift. And I don't know why I went all out on Valentine's Day for a guy. It's usually the other way around. But I'm sure I, I got to, you something nice at your too. I wanted to surprise you or not get you something. Like I liked you. I had some money. 
So I remember I went to Macy's to get you that guest watch. And I was like, excuse me, I want to get a watch. This was the first I ever spent money on a guy. Like, right. what? And the, and the watch, she was like, oh, I only deal with fine jewelry. What? what? Excuse me? What I'm paying you? over $100. This better be some goddamn fine jewelry. What you make? Six and a nickel an hour. I was so excited to give you that watch. Like, I was so excited. I still got I got to get some links taken out of it because it was huge. You wore that watch for years. Yeah, it's still upstairs. I might take it one day and get it. It won't go in my ring, but I might take it and um, get the link put back in. It was a nice watch. Yeah, yeah. So I got like three, four watches. Like the bang and the batteries and whatnot. I'm about to get my watches back. I'm going to start wearing my watches. Yeah, man, we stay getting you at what we. Like Chris and I only been here for seven years. Yeah. But I stayed like that was my go-to was watches. And then I remember like right before we hit hard times, we was paying on Kristen's layaway. And I was like, I'm gonna go there and put this PlayStation on layaway. Mm-hmm. And you stayed in the car and I went and I got your PlayStation and you got me a KitchenAid. And we didn't even um plan this. Mm-mm. Like and I was like, oh my goodness. And mm-hmm. I think you got the place. Was you surprised? Mm-hmm. You sat right down the table. I was sorry. Like, I mean, honestly, you could have waited another year. Cause I like I'm I like I'm a I won't say I'm a gamer. You was you was No, nah, because I had my PlayStation 2, so I was fine. PlayStation 3, I'm fine. Let's say you ain't no damn yeah, PlayStation. I had a PlayStation 3. Because yeah. I remember when you got the PlayStation 3. Cause you about the Xbox, and I was like, "Why did you?" Because I remember we had a conversation when we first met. Like, yeah. "What are you PlayStation Xbox?" Yeah, I got a PlayStation. And I was like, "Me too." And then you came and got a damn Xbox. Like, Why did you? It was get some, Xbox? something different. Trying, I I didn't like it. It was terrible. I was complaining all the time. Like, yeah. this is dumb. <laughs> I don't like it. We um, I remember getting the KitchenAid. I was like, um, I didn't do no research and that. I I remember, I remember asking, I was like. He was saying something about they had a red and the black, and I was like, she said she like black. I went in the uh, Walmart right there in Huntersville. I seen black KitchenAid, grabbed it, went to the counter. <laughs> and this is it. Yeah, and then that she was two nut guy. Damn, she that she was high. Two fifty. Two ninety nine. Oh shit. Man, this is when the, this is when KitchenAid first came out. No, that, KitchenAid been out. But that type mixer. That been out. When it, but when it got popular. No, nah, it's just a resurgent. Like they oh, did okay. Jordan shoes. Because mm. the restaurant definitely did have a white KitchenAid. And the older ones are the better ones. Like if you have an older KitchenAid, you'd be like, oh, I got Sunset's KitchenAid. That shit, man, it didn't have like a top. That shit just. All that was in my house. We had fucking Sunbeam. Nah, that's what we had at like, the restaurant. We know we, we had we, the regular. We had a black and deck of hand mix. I mean, our hand mix we had was nice. My grandma had, but you know, older people always had old appliances. Yeah. She had the mixer. It was a Kenmore mixer or something. Damn. And it was like beige with the wood. That's old school. Old school. Yeah, nah, we that had that. Lasted. We had that. Dang. Time flies. It does. You know, my well. Hey. This was fun. Yes, it was. We fun. enjoyed it. Very, very enjoyed conversation. I, I like a lot of people be like, uh, I just be looking at people who married or, you know, with somebody for a long time. I just can't all just just gripe and bitch and know how they don't like her. Like, I don't get like, it. If I, I don't do, like, like you, why do you, yeah. if you don't like me, then why are we together? But it's still sometimes as a man, there's some things, you know, 
you got to complain about your old lady a little bit. So it's mm. part of the game. It's like not to the point where it's just like, oh, my God, I hate her. Like, Well, I mean, that's natural for human beings. Right. But, I mean, like, women don't sit around and just go about they do, like, deuce around, like, yeah, my old lady, this, that, and the third. But at the end of the night, it's like, well, huh, let me sober up because I got to go home to my old lady. I want to hear her mouth. So it's kind of like it's. I, I, I like I like my old lady. You all right with me? Yeah, you cool. Yeah, we'll make it work. Can't be around somebody I don't like. That's true. We'll make it work. But um, as usual, make sure you guys follow me. Uh, follow my other podcast, the Papa Don Podcast. Uh, Chris Most Comedy on all social media networks. Uh, Daniel, your uh, web addresses. My web addresses: <laughs> sh catering clt at um, hold on. You say a hot meal. You say hot meal. and Facebook and Instagram simply humming catering. Terrific, terrific. All right, well, hey, this has been another episode of Nightcap. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good Peace. Night.